podcast i'm gunner glenn and joined with me as always you got nate reese here this is wilson marshall and we are missing josh bianchi can you believe that yeah dude he, can't believe it he set aside today, he set aside <laughs> today to record with us and then like 30 minutes ago he's like oh, actually made plans it's like oh really josh <laughs> I think he's actually got the brain of a goldfish. And <laughs> about five seconds after Friday night when he was like, yeah, man, we're going to do the podcast on Saturday. He was already set up plans with friends. It was like, you know, let's go hang out at the restaurant down the street. He's probably like not even got plans. He just doesn't want to talk to us. Just like, <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, maybe he's got to catch up on house MD again. Yeah. I'm literally going to talk to you guys for like two hours Saturday night. Yeah, right. <laughs> I hope he listens to this, man. <laughs> and all honesty, uh, I love him to death. I, I love that guy. Yeah. So, um, for our first segment, first episode, whatever, um, we decided we're each going to tell an embarrassing story. Um, who wants to go first? Well, I guess I'll do the honors since I think I got the most embarrassing one for tonight. Then should you go last then since you're the most embarrassing one? I guess so. Save the best for last. I think I have the most embarrassing one, but I'm saving it until Josh is on here. Yeah, Wilson does have a very... You get his reaction live. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm waiting for. It's perfect. Mine's really embarrassing, but it was very recent. So, like, I don't know. Do y'all want who? Who do y'all want to go first? Then, like, you can go first. Go ahead. Me a little bit of time to think about mine. Okay. Um, you should have been prepared, Wilson. Oh my god, I was, but then I decided that I was going to save my story. So this is why I didn't (laughs) want you joining the podcast, Wilson. Gosh, we had a good thing going on. No, I'm kidding. The moment you kicked me out of the chat the other day, it like <laughs> deleted all the previous messages for me, so I can't even scroll up and look at the images I sent, like the <laughs> concepts that we have for this. Oops. So I gotta like look through them again. <laughs> so uh, dumb. So my embarrassing story. Wait, are we like completely starting over the podcast just from here, or like are we just continuing? No. Okay. Please, no, I was, I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just embarrassing. So we had to cut it out. I'm just gonna tell a different one. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We have a collective uh, IQ of. Five. We can't figure any shit out right now. 
<laughs> we agreed to tell embarrassing stories, and my story was too embarrassing to relate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Nate, uh, why don't you go ahead? I guess. Me? Okay, fine. For the listeners at home, uh, I used to live in Colorado, like, uh, when I was a really young age, my parents were in the military, and we were out close by Fort Carson or whatever in Colorado, and uh, there was a McDonald's up that way, right? And uh, my dad took me and my sister there, and uh, it was one of those McDonald's with, like, the playhouse or whatever, so... My dad is, like, sitting down eating food or whatever, and he lets me and my sister go play in that area. And he's just sitting there eating, enjoying his food, and all of a sudden, these adults and kids just start running out of the playroom, and one of them just shouts at the top of their lungs, Oh my gosh! Somebody's kid is naked in there! And so... (laughs) And so my dad's just kind of sitting there thinking, Oh, well... Which shithead out of everyone here left let left their kid to like run around naked in the playhouse like who's the moron who did that and then lo and behold like right at that moment i come sliding down the mcdonald's slide <laughs> butt ass naked <laughs> and i think he just turned like beat red at that moment i personally don't remember it I was I was told about this when I was like 13 years old, and I still like I'm not even sure if it's like a legend or a myth or if it's actually true. So I'm just imagining you now sliding down the no no please slide no no (laughs) (laughs) oh god that big smile that's not a no stop that's not a thought I want to picture. Lord Almighty! If Josh was on the pod, if Josh was on the podcast right now, he'd be throwing a fit about this story. And this is probably one of the most tame I have to tell. Mm. (laughs) Lord Almighty! I think I've got you beat though with with my with my embarrassing story. All right, let's hear it. So when I was like eight years old, um, you know, I I just moved to Mississippi from Missouri this summer. So Springfield, Missouri. So um, the first year that I lived in Springfield, I was like eight years old. And we took this big family vacation to Disney World. Um, For those of you that have been to Hollywood Studios at Disney World, you know there is this ride called the Tower of Terror. And it's based off of the Twilight Zone, but it essentially takes you to the top of this building and drops you into pitch black darkness and, like, shoots you up and drops you for, like, three minutes. That's what it does. So, um, me being eight years old, being a little tater tot and being afraid of everything, um, I really did not want to go on this ride. Um, my parents being my parents, they forced me to go on the ride. Um, if you know my parents, that would make sense. <laughs> um, but essentially we get in line to do it and I'm crying my eyes out the entire time we're in line because I am just so scared to get on this ride. Cause I had seen like photos of it, you know? So, um, <laughs> I'm on, we get on the ride and I'm bawling my eyes out. And as we start like falling, 
Um, I scream out at the top of my lungs. I want to go home. I hate Disney World. I want to go to Springfield, Missouri. I feel that. And my parents have never let me live it down. I wouldn't say that's embarrassing as scooting down <laughs> yeah. a slide naked, but it's pretty embarrassing. I think it's up there. That's definitely up there. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't be happy about that myself if I were in that situation. <laughs> I think Wilson's gonna beat you here. Oh, yeah. I'm I might beat Nate here. I don't know. Um because I had an idea for one story, but I, I decided to put it off. But I, this one's pretty good. Uh, out, I'd say seven or eight. I went to this birthday party at a at a public pool at the Air Force Base near. And I we we kind of showed up last minute. I don't remember why. Like I didn't even know that. Like the people who's who were having the birthday party, I knew them, so they were like, "Hey, you can stay or whatever." Um, but I didn't bring any swimming clothes for any reason, for some reason. Just like stripped down to my underwear and swam in my underwear, and I had no. Well, um, you completely like cut out on my side. Oh no! I mean, they were you able to. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> I was able to hear the underwear yeah. part there, but continue pool and um but i had no clothes to change into and somewhere along the lines i had to was like still to this day i'm really bad about like it's hard for me to do but um i was cool and so i just clenched my butt cheeks as hard as i could like and held it as long as i could and so I finally like <laughs> let something out in the pool. <laughs> and I guess I was sick or something because I like I crapped a little bit and then I swam away from where I was. <laughs> and I see these two girls in the pool where I was, and they're like, "Oh, cool, the water's green." <laughs> and I was just watching them, knowing what I had done and knowing what they were swimming in. And I didn't say a word. <laughs> <laughs> oh my did you get caught though I don't think I did nobody ever like, <laughs> 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 girls are gonna hear this podcast and be like oh my god it- <laughs> 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 they just swim there and they're just like hmm what is this green stuff I guess I gotta do another I guess I gotta do another like embarrassing story because I feel like mine wasn't as embarrassing as those two. Alright, attempt two, Gunner. Strike two. Really, I was gonna three, tell but... I was gonna tell <laughs> I was gonna tell the story I told Wilson about having to clean up the bathroom. But oh. I really don't want to tell that one. <laughs> when you said that you reminded me I thought Wilson was gonna talk about the story of him cleaning up the uh was that the dog like crapping on the, <laughs> on the floor and then you I wouldn't really consider that embarrassing as much as it was traumatizing that, that was terrifying <laughs> on both sides yeah <laughs> oh stop <laughs> um gosh oh um no I forgot it I 
had one and I forgot it. Well, I'll, oh, I'll go wait, ahead and explain it. what Dave was talking about. Okay, I'll explain oh, after no, you finish it. Go ahead. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I just got a dog recently, probably about three months ago. And um, one day he he was like sick or something. And I, I was keeping him in my parents' bathroom because I was busy that day and I didn't want him in my room. And when I came to get he had crapped everywhere in that bathroom. There was so much crap. And it was like huge piles of it. <laughs> And so as I'm like, I don't know what it is. I don't have a, I don't really have a weak stomach. I can handle the side of crap, but this dog's crap for some reason is like, gets me every time. Even I have a German shepherd who like drops boulders of turds and like, that doesn't bother me at all. But this little dog, um, just dropped these mounds of crap. And I, as I was cleaning it up, my stomach just dropped, and I was like, I can't handle this. <laughs> and I just started puking everywhere. So I had to clean up all the crap and all the puke I gone all over the floor. And so, of course, I decided to record myself and post it on my Instagram. I didn't post videos of the poop and crap, but but I was just talking about all the crap. Wasn't this like the day before the that was, trip, too? Yeah, it, it was like a day or two before. <laughs> And I literally, it threw me off for such a loop when you posted that, and then all I saw that was freaking Tessa commenting underneath and going, "Crap!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got, I've got another embarrassing story. Um, at that Nashville trip that we just referenced, um, we stayed at our friend's house, who happened to be female, and um. Essentially, the parents gave us one rule, and that was that girls were to sleep upstairs and boys were to sleep upstairs. I mean, downstairs. <laughs> um, so, no, they're going to yeah. sleep together, Gunner. That's exactly the rules they were saying. <laughs> so, um, we're, we're all in the living room one night. Me and Wilson and I think Nate were planning on sh- sleeping on these mattresses on the floor. Um, Kyle's the first one that passes out. I'm the second person that passes out. Okay. So I wake up the next morning and I I roll over and I see Wilson's in the bed next to me. He he's a good like three feet away, but he's in the bed next to me. So I'm laying there thinking, like, man, I gotta do something funny to wake up Wilson. Um and I can't I can't think of anything, you know, so I'm just laying there looking at him. And then um, I feel somebody move at my feet. And I look down and I see a guy laying down at the foot of the bed. And I'm like, huh, that's weird. So then the guy at the foot of the bed kind of like wakes up for a second and he looks up and it's Wilson. So I'm like, (laughs) if that's Wilson, who's next to me? So I, I just laid there in silence and thought about it for a second. I was like, maybe it's Cole. Maybe it's Nate. You know, like, maybe it's Keenan and or Noah, someone like that. Um, so after a few minutes, the, that person wakes up. And it's Victoria Marshall. 
Marshall. Oh, Victoria Scantel. <laughs> Marshall. <laughs> Wait a second here. What have you not told us, Wilson? <laughs> Wilson Marshall, you is the father. Uh, oh, but, stop. Yeah, it's her. So <laughs> she wakes up. I kind of sit up just like as quickly as possible because Tessa's dad and grandpa are sitting in the room just having a conversation. They see what happens. I see what's happening. Wilson sees what's happening. We all know what happened. And we're all just like, oh, crap. We had one rule, and this is what happened. So she, like, gets up and runs upstairs. And somehow, somehow, it's my fault that it happened because every time it gets brought up in conversation... She says that I fell asleep next to her. <laughs> and we all know. No. It's yeah. definitely her fault. We all know. <laughs> me and Kyle are the first two to pass out. <laughs> and I can testify yeah. that too. Like, I don't even remember what we were watching, but of course, Kyle, like on any given basis, is going to be the first one <laughs> to fall asleep. That's, a, that's like a mm. constant. If there's like an if this was an experiment, like a scientific experiment, you know how you have your experimental, your dependent, mm-hmm. and then your constant. That's the constant. Is he's gonna be the first one to fall asleep? <laughs> and then, what's obvious to me afterwards is yeah. you fell asleep. Like I could see that you were just <laughs> tired and you passed out, and then I was one of the last ones to fall asleep because that's usually a given. I'm a night owl. I stay up to like midnight and or we'll past that. Up. To, on any given we woke basis, up to uh, monotone news. <laughs> no, no. God, that was a different morning. I'm not explaining that tonight. That's for another <laughs> time. That's for another. It's, it's <laughs> no, that, story we now. can't go through all the go that deep into the we, lore. We can't go through all our embarrassing the on the first yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Got to save it for another night, Murray. Have Josh here to do his live Spies. reaction. Oh he wasn't there. He doesn't know about right. Tone News. That's I'm going to tell the, the bathroom story then if Josh is on and Wilson tells his story. Yeah. I think I'll tell the bathroom story. Do you know what I'm talking about, Wilson? The the or the or the one you just told and we had to edit out. No, 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 no. Oh, no. yes, yes, I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do know. <laughs> yeah, you guys are in for a surprise. Kyle told me that uh, it was enough to get checked into a psych ward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, I'm going to switch All up right. the subject here. I got something to talk up. about. So, <clears throat> one thing that I've been kind of watching a close eye on is i'm a big fan of movies like i love movies i could talk about movies any day and i know that probably goes for both of you guys as well i'm i think for any given people really like movies but uh obviously with covid and stuff going on like there's a lot of delays and stuff going on because people aren't really going back to the theaters yet i think one point in case so far this year is tenet came out and that bombed at the box office because nobody was going, thanks to Corona. But uh, I was watching... I, I watched news for, like, the Batman movie coming up. 
because the, watching the trailer for that got me really pumped up for that movie. And uh, I saw a news on for it the other day that it got pushed back from uh, October of 2021 all the way to like March of oh, 2022. Man, and that Warner Bros. Yeah, Warner Bros. pushed up like all of their movies and stuff to like next year and the year after that. And Marvel's doing the same thing with their TV shows and movies and all that. Of course they are. I think the only the only TV show or movie that I've noticed is doing okay in production so far is Stranger Things. Like they're in their second. That's because there's right Stranger now, Things and they're going like, strong. Marvel could do that. I don't really understand why Marvel isn't doing that, but like. Stranger Things could easily survive because it's Stranger Things, you know. I could almost, I could well, almost yeah, see I Batman think... doing a hard time because, like, it is another retelling of Batman, and I think a lot of people are kind of tired of those. But like, I don't know. Not necessarily. I mean, the trailer for it is, I think, right now, like twenty-two million mm. views on YouTube. I think people aren't too tired of Batman yet, but I get what you're saying with like retellings and stuff like that, but they are going for like a a different take from what I saw. It's a lot of Batman movies in the past uh, never really did a detective take on Hmm. Batman. Like that's a big thing in the comics is that he's supposed to be like the world's greatest detective, but you don't see that a lot in the movies. He's more like a brute, but in, the new one they're doing, they're doing anyway. It's going to be influenced by uh, a lot of detective movies from like the seventies, like uh, uh, movies like uh, Taxi Cab or a Taxi Driver, I think, whatever it's called. The one that influenced the Joker movie oh, from yeah. last year, and then uh, a lot of uh, movies with uh, I'm trying to think of one with Robert De Niro in it, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But a lot of those movies from the seventies that were real yeah. classics. And it's uh, Riddler is gonna be a huh. serial killer. That's, oh, that's kind of the new thing. Is I didn't yeah, see coming. Yeah, it's like a. It's it's supposed to be like he kills like corrupt people, in mm-hmm. Gotham or whatever, and he leaves he leaves behind like the riddles and the clues and stuff, and they're directly addressed to Batman. Like the letter itself says to the Batman, and that it has hmm. a riddle on it. That is disturbing. <clears throat> Like, the first scene of the crime or whatever in the trailer was, uh, like, I think some mayor dude who got killed by him, like, murdered by him. Like, he duct taped his whole face and Mm. made him suffocate. And then the second murder, it looks like, is he put some type of neck bomb, like, around this dude's, like, neck or whatever. And, like, it's, like, it goes off with this cell phone or whatever. It's like a cell phone bomb, like a suicide bomb, basically. And taped to his chest is another one of those clues, like directly addressed to the Batman. So it's definitely a lot darker, I think, than other interpretations and of this- Batman we've seen. It kind of reminds me of, uh, I don't know if any of you have I've seen Seven. Of course, before, I've seen Seven. Uh, back in the 2000s. Wasn't that bad? But uh, it's kind of like that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wasn't What's in the box? Yeah. It's such a good movie, though. I can, I like that they're kind of taking that take on it. It's like Zodiac mm-hmm. Killer, basically. Like Riddler is just, and a this Zodiac one's straight R, isn't it? Just for this movie. 
I think they're pushing for a rated R. I mean, just watching the trailer alone, and it looked like Batman's, like, the one scene in the trailer where he beats up that mm-hmm. one thug or whatever. It looked like he straight up broke that dude's arm and his jaw. So, I'm guessing they're pushing for so. that. Just so I remember when bit. Venom was coming out a couple of years ago, they were talking about it being rated R, and then it wasn't, and I was really disappointed mm-hmm. with that. I really liked Venom, but I was really disappointed that it wasn't rated I liked Venom. Yeah, that was but they should have rewrote the scenes whenever they couldn't get an R rated, like like an R rating, because like, you know, there's there's parts where it's like if yeah. you don't know Venom, you don't know what's happening, because like you see Venom come out and then like the guy is just gone. You know what I mean? Like, of course we know he ate the guy because we know Venom, but like, I don't know. It was more so confusing. Like it's almost like they just completely cut out the scene whenever they should have just rewritten it. Yeah. Venom was okay, but, like, you could tell, like, all the different parts that were supposed to be rated R. Like, that one scene near the end of the movie, right, where, uh, uh, Carnage, not Carnage, uh, I don't remember the dude's name. I know Carnage is gonna be in the next one, but the villain of the movie is in that, uh, is in the room with the astronauts or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. the, the space people, and he forms the blade arms and sweeps them across the room. You could tell that that was originally going to be like a very mm-hmm. violent scene, but they repurposed that for a PG-13 rating, and instead, like everybody just like bloodlessly yeah. it dies. It was Riot. That was the villain's name. Yeah, but Woody Harrelson is Carnage. Oh, that's there's gonna be... that's, that's going to be killer. I think. I think the sequel is going to be oh, better definitely. than the first one. Definitely. That's my honest take. The first one. The first one, tone-wise, felt all over the place with the humor and, like, the dark tone. But the story was kind of, like, what threw me for a loop because when Venom is, like, introduced in the story, it, like, spends maybe, like, five or ten minutes discussing, like, the origins and stuff. And then it throws you immediately into, like, some exposition about Eddie, which is cool and all, but it's mostly boring. <clears throat> And then it throws you into the action again, and you're kind of confused at that point. I don't know. It just, the story for me was not very good, but the action is what keeps you kind of in your seat for the most part. <clears throat> trying to think. Oh, um, I don't know if any of you guys saw this the other day, but uh, Jamie yeah. Foxx is being cast oh, again as Electro There's videos that are claimed to be leaked from uh, Marvel, like, of, like, Tobey Maguire leaving the set. That's gonna be crazy. I don't know about the, the multiverse mm-hmm. thing yet. I hope I, it's about the multiverse, like, for oh real this gosh. time. Well, I mean, multi Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness pretty much confirms that there is a multiverse. Yeah, Doctor Strange Doctor Strange is going to be in oh, the movie, really? too. I forgot about this. They confirmed that he's going to be in the movie. Yeah. They said he's going to be the new mentor or whatever, but I think the whole mentor idea for Spider-Man in these yeah. movies I, is kind of getting worn out. But I bet it's a cover-up from Marvel, and it hmm. is going to be Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Because Marvel is notorious oh, for doing that, of like saying one thing, and then like completely doing something else. Like, they put the Hulk in the Infinity War trailer, 
and the Hulk was only in the intro. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know. I don't know if anybody else's opinion is like this, but I honestly liked uh, Andrew Garfield's I, I really interpretation liked of Spider-Man. I liked him as Spider-Man, better, not as Peter Parker. Way better than the new one. Yeah, I, I'm, I have mixed feelings about that. I think I did. I think I like Andrew Garfield better than Tom Holland, but um, I think Tobey Maguire is always going to have that first movie I ever watched growing up with Spider-Man. Oh yeah, well definitely. I think Toby Maguire kind of is yeah. like the untouchable when it comes to Spider-Man. It's kind of like for me when it when it's and I know I'm running it back to Batman here again, but when when I was a kid, the very first superhero movie I watched was Batman Begins. So to me, the best Batman actor on top of the rest of them all to me is Christian Bale. And watching the Dark Knight trilogy, I could rewatch that to me, any day Keaton. of the week. And it's still as good to me as Michael it was. Michael Keaton will forever be the best Batman, in my opinion. And he I was a good Batman for this but, Batman Beyond um, movie to have Michael Keaton. As oh Bruce my Wayne. gosh, that would be yes. Even if it's yes. like twenty years from now, and Michael Keaton's like old and frail, it would just be more. You know what I mean? It would just be more uh, accurate. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that would be like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if you heard about this though. Um, in the Flash movie they're making, which will that got pushed back to like October of twenty twenty two now, but uh, they signed on Michael Keaton really? as Batman in that movie, so he's gonna appear in that. that. Oh yeah, and Ben Affleck's coming back as too. But really? I, I hate Same. Ben Affleck as ben Batman. Ben Affleck kind of feels like <laughs> Superman in the Justice League. I. I couldn't really stand like the shift in tone from dark Batman mm-hmm. to really goofy Batman and Justice League. Like in Batman v Superman, I I still hated that take on Batman. Like it's dark and I typically like a dark take on Batman, but he was killing people. That's like the one thing that breaks it for me is Batman's yeah. number one rule is he doesn't kill people. Not intentionally, anyways. But in that movie, he's got straight up got a machine gun on his Batmobile, and he's tearing apart cars and exploding However, and killing people. Batman you know, forever he and, straight up killed Two Face. He could say that he didn't, but he did. Oh <laughs> yeah, he knew yeah. What he was doing. I don't. Yeah, that's a different take too. In the Michael Keaton Batman movies, and in the Batman sequels to those movies, mm. Batman kills, and that's why I kind of take it. I like it a little bit less than the Dark Knight trilogy because Batman doesn't intentionally kill that series. Speaking of much as like the comics, did you guys see the Morbius trailer? No, no, I haven't. Is he not? Oh yes, yes. He's in it. He's in the. I knew he was going to be in it. Yeah, and there was like there was a a quick flash of a scene with Spider Man on the wall, and I think it was Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. Yeah, it looks like that. Either that or it was hard to tell by the yeah the symbol. I think the symbol makes it look like Toby McGuire's, but the shape and kind of like the I guess the body structure of the Spider Man painted on that wall makes yeah. it look like I Tom Holland. I thought Holland's, it was Tom Holland because it said murderer on it, didn't it? And I just assumed I assumed it was like it, that would make how, like they think 
uh, Peter Parker killed Mysterio. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what ran through my head at first is that makes more sense because Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man didn't kill. Not intentionally anyway, I think, in those movies. But that's just another thing leading to like the multiverse to me is that that uh, uh, Michael Keaton's in it. and mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking at the picture right now and it looks like it looks like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. And yeah. it says murder on it. I would say I would I would say by the symbol, I guess it could be Toby's Spider Man. But well, was side by side years. <laughs> again, it could be that it what Sony could be doing is like they're slowly mm-hmm. building up to it. Kind of like how Marvel did with back with Iron mm-hmm. Man starting off with that, is they're slowly building up by having these people just kind of like connecting the dots in people's heads, kind of like, oh, this person was in that movie, and yeah. now they're in this movie, and it's going to build up to a crossover that yeah. we'll see in the future. That's The reason I say happen. it's Toby's is because there's a side-by-side with a screenshot from the original Spider-Man movies, and it's like straight up the same as the picture on the wall. Mm-hmm. With the whole Michael Keaton Batman thing, though, with um, Flash, apparently in the future, what I've read is the producer of the movie, who is the director's wife, apparently, is saying that the new Flash movie coming up is going to be like a a soft reboot of uh, the DC's kind of cinematic universe that they tried to get going, and it ended up just falling out so is it going to be the same guy playing the Flash, or is it going to be somebody new? I think so. I think what's I think what they're doing, and I read about this on somewhere online, but I think it's a good theory. Is that with Flashpoint? I think that's what they're calling it. I'm pretty sure Flashpoint is they're going like how the comic did, is having Flash go back in time, just like in the comic, and rebooting like the timeline. That. And so what I think what what I think we're gonna get is we're gonna get the the people acting as the characters that we did like 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 Gal Gadot is a really good Wonder Woman so we'll probably still have her as Wonder Woman and the same with uh, Jason Momoa for Aquaman and maybe even Henry Henry Cavill for Superman I'm not I sure how people feel like about him as Superman still I liked him in maybe. Man of Steel but I didn't like him in anything else. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Man of Steel was really good, but um, for, so I'm basically they're gonna take the best of both worlds. So we'll get like you know like Margaret Robbie is uh, Harley Quinn, all of that together, and we'll get the newer versions of the characters that we're getting. So we might get in that same universe Robert Pattinson as Batman <laughs> instead of Ben Affleck. Phoenix as Joker, but I'm not sure. Oh, I'm not sure about Joaquin Phoenix as Joker because versus Joaquin Phoenix as Joker, just because like you sympathize with Joker so badly. I think the problem is though is they already said that that movie is part of DC Black is what they're calling it is like solo movies that are really focused on telling like a character story, like kind of like an Oscar winning story. So it's Joker's Joker won't be a part of it, I'm pretty sure, but we aren't gonna get Jared Leto's Joker anymore. <laughs> he just wasn't so. Joker. Jared Leto. I'd count wasn't that as Joker. a win. 
Like, it's not that yeah, he did exactly. a bad job. It's, he just wasn't joking. It's... And there, it's not his fault either, entirely. He did. Like, he committed he to committed the role, but much. I think their take, their take <laughs> on Joker... <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think their interpretation of Joker is what killed it for me, is, like, having mm-hmm. him as a gangster and with the, the tattoos and everything just killed the vibe. Because Joker isn't... He isn't part mm-hmm. of a gang or anything like that. That's not how his, that's not how his yeah. character is. is he's intended to be like an agent of chaos like he represents chaos compared to batman's i heard that he was the jason todd joker though which like i could kind of see making sense but at the same time like i don't know nobody asked for a gangster joker you know know. what i mean (laughs) yeah exactly nobody asked for it we already have gangsters in that universe like Falcone or Penguin. We don't need Joker. Gangster. Specifically, Danny DeVito is Penguin. I yeah, that was a good thing. That I met him the other day. And I was like excited to be meeting him. And he told me that, uh, he told me that I needed to lose my V card because only virgins got excited to meet him. Oh my god. In gosh. my dream, this happened. I kid you not. I wrote it down in my dream journal. I'll show it to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of dreams, I guess we can roll into this. Is our next subject is like crazy dreams oh, or okay. some shit like that. I I remember. Um, I remember. I don't know how many like falling dreams I've had by this point. I've had a lot. But the one I most vividly remember, like those dreams that will wake you up because your body is like <laughs> killing yourself or whatever. I don't know what the science is behind it. The one that I remember the most is I was in the freaking Millennium Falcon. <laughs> wow. And this thing, it was like a freaking Star Wars dream. And I don't remember how I got on the Millennium Falcon or where we were going. But all I clearly remember is that we started going up. Like up very hard and very fast. I, I sense there could be a joke <laughs> made out of that, but um, it just I could feel like the momentum and everything like in my chest, like in the dream and everything, and I just like could see this like you know with the stars yeah. and the Star Wars so movies, like, hyper, like when they go and you, they turn, yeah, when it goes to the hyperspeed and turns into the lines and everything. That was what was happening, and then afterwards I woke up and I was like, no. I want to go back. That was so Nate cool. He's like, Can we Nate do that again? He's on the Millennium Falcon and then just nuts instantly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's how I had a. That's a that's actually a wet dream instead of a falling dream. I've had uh, several falling dreams throughout my lifetime. Like you said, I could not count how many I've had. You've had this or not but almost all of my falling dreams involve me like on a on this diving board that's in the middle of my grandparents backyard for some reason um but whenever i fall i jump off of but then i hit the ground and keep falling through the ground um and that's how it always is it's not always in that setting like it's been in like an ice rink before but there's always like this absurdly that it should not be at all that I always <laughs> climb up and jump off of and then I keep falling through the ground and I can I don't know if you've ever played a Gary's Mod 
I think it's like the, the B button or like the Z. Oh yeah, you can like clip through the through the walls and stuff. And if you go into the ground, going on above you, but you're like under the ground. That's mm-hmm. how it is in my dreams. Oh my gosh, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, and I don't always wake up from it. Oh, uh, one thing I've. <laughs> you yeah. just keep going in the freaking center <laughs> of the earth. <laughs> oh, why is it getting hot down here? Yeah, I my room is like pitch black. Like Wilson, I'll tell you, he's been there like a million times. Um, but my room is like pitch black at night. So um, I have like nightmares or like really weird dreams, and I'll wake up like freaked out, and I'll have to like turn on a light in my room in order to go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, which like I bring the weird dreams onto myself Dude. because like I don't know I love obscure stuff and then like a lot of times obscure stuff will scare you just because it's so weird you know yeah but yeah like it's stuff like that and then I end up having these really weird dreams you know it's like that um this popped up in my head I remember watching um uh, Markiplier doing this on YouTube is a uh, sensory deprivation. I kind of oh, want to yeah. try that. Where like they make they make those like super saturated like w- water filled bathtubs or whatever. Like they put a crap ton of salt in there, and then you just sit in there and you float, kind of like in that scene in Stranger Things where they float the egg onto the water because there was so much salt in there. I kind of want to try that. Like, they always, like, turn off the lights and, like, leave you in there to, like, fall asleep mm-hmm. on top of the water. And that seems like the coolest thing to do. Like, I know it's, like, tied to this, like, really weird, like, it's it's tied to some really weird, like, cult stuff. And I don't want to get into that. But I do want to kind of, like, try falling asleep yeah. on top of that. I'd just, go with you. I, I watched know. Red and Link do one of those, like, several years ago. Yeah. You know, I've always wanted to try one. I bet they do it in Nashville. They probably do. We'll just make a homemade one. <laughs> Can you imagine if everyone like yeah. make a homemade one? But if we all like if we if the whole group got together like we did this year and all went to one and like all stayed in one for assuming they only have one chamber, oh you know. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna be honest, the only people that mm-hmm. would do it would probably be the three of us, Kyle and maybe Tessa. Yeah. Everyone I else could, would be like, yeah, I could see weird. that happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd probably hear all the weird cold yeah. stuff surrounding right. it and be like, no thanks. But we'd be like, we'd see, we'd see past the bullshit and be like, yeah, we just want to fall I'm and sleep on top Wilson of water. Weird, That's kind of cool. I didn't know there was any kind of cold stuff tied to it. I just thought it was kind of freaky. You also so I to... <laughs> I I think it has to do with like. New age mm. weird stuff. I'm not sure. I know you hallucinate. I have to look into it in order to like double check. That mm, I've never really like hallucinated oh, before. So I'm on like yeah. It sounds trippy. Uh, it kind of keeps me from hallucinating, but I used to get it really bad. Like at night, I would wake up and see mm. like midgets in my room and crap. Yeah, that was spiders a, coming down the walls. Yeah, oh, spiders, spiders and this. snakes on the walls, <laughs> midgets hiding behind my dressers and stuff. 
I could go on about nations I've had. Yeah, I could too, honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Since I've moved, the hallucinations See, I have kind of gone away. I haven't really had many since I moved, so that's a good thing. See, I wouldn't want to hallucinate, but um, I know one thing I I almost tried to do, but I didn't do it, and I still want to actually try and like do it one day is to be able to oh, hallucinate, <laughs> like when you're completely self aware. I'm great. I'm the it's, only one who hasn't great. done it. <laughs> Comes to sleep. And I want to. So. <laughs> like we we've had some we'll weird sleep experiences. I just need to be. <laughs> I just need to be lucky. Like I've looked into it, and there's there's a whole bunch of humble mm-hmm. jumbo surrounding it. But when I try try to cut to the science to it, like you know, like you gotta wake up and like actually yeah. start writing your dreams down and stuff like that, and start getting familiar with elements in the dreams so you can That's the become aware. Part, is remembering. Your I just haven't to, like, done that. Down, but yeah, I, I do try to keep a dream journal. Yeah, exactly. Because I know it disappears in like probably like the first ten seconds. Let me open up on my up. Google Drive because so, I do have some dreams written down on that, and I'll read you some weird ones. I've got one. If, if, oh, great. I've got one that yeah. to start us off. Um, so I've got this thing when I dream. If I get hurt in a dream, I can feel it, like in real life. Like I can feel like mm-hmm. it feels like I'm being physically hit. And I had this one where there was this like huge freaking bionicle attacking me. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he had this big axe and he kept hitting me with the axe and I could feel it. And I was trying to run away from him, but I couldn't escape. You reminded me of um you reminded me I get these like knee jerk that's what I call them ah, as like yeah. knee jerk dreams where it's like the ones where it's like you feel like you're physically like it's it's kind of like a falling dream, I guess. I guess it would constitute as one is like it feels like you're falling or you're getting hit or something and you react in the dream. And when you wake up, your body is actually moving yeah. through that motion. I, I, I get this all like, the time. A ton of those where it makes me physically move in real life. But I do remember this one time. I don't even remember this happening, but I've been told other that it's happened that I was at a at my grandparents' house, and they they used to have bunk beds in this one room, and I uh, had bunk, and just immediately got back up and and went back to sleep like nothing happened. <laughs> oh I don't know if that gosh. had to do with my dream or not, but I just remember I've I've been told several times. At all. I know probably the. I don't know if anybody here sleepwalks a lot, but I remember doing it once as a kid. And the one time I, the one famous case, I guess, of me doing it when I was a kid is um, I remember falling asleep in my own bed. Let's just clarify that there. And when I woke up, uh, to clarify this, my parents' bedroom at the time was upstairs. Like you had to actually go up the stairs, the big case of stairs, walk up there and then open the door. And then go inside, and then that's their bedroom. I woke up in their bed, and they had no recollection of, like me, of getting me upstairs. So I apparently had swept, like slept walk or whatever, and I went all the way up the stairs without 
tripping a yeah. single time, opened the door, and then hopped in the bed. That to me is crazy that I didn't somehow get hurt. You know, whenever we were in Nashville this summer and you and I were sharing a bed, I got up and slept walk in the middle of the night and cut my foot on something. Like impaled my foot on something. Hmm. And didn't know. I remember you telling me about this. I I think I showed you the next morning (laughs) because like my foot was like hurting and I was like, what the heck? And I like lifted it up and there was like a hole in my foot. (laughs) It was like, oh man. (laughs) I didn't even know about that. Yeah, no, you didn't. No. <laughs> yeah, I just woke up the next morning and my foot, my foot was hurting. Yeah, I'm like a really weird like sleeper. Like Cole told me that he caught me sleepwalking at one point because I like stood up and checked my phone. No, or yeah, yeah, that was me and him. We were, <laughs> uh, we had gotten done watching that. Uh, oh, what was that movie? As Beloved, So Below. Mm-hmm. Right after we had watched that or whatever, and everybody was going to sleep, like it was just me and him who were awake, and we were talking still about the movie, and we had almost planned on just staying up the rest of the night because we couldn't really get to sleep. But um, we just were talking, and then all of a sudden you stood up, and then you <laughs> you started mumbling like crazy, and me and Cole just froze. <laughs> we, we didn't say a word. We didn't even look at each other. We were just looking at you, and then you like opened up your phone. <laughs> I guess you you sent out a text or something. You yeah, said you sent I out a text because I, I saw it the next morning. I sent her like "Good morning" at like five in the morning, <laughs> and she's like, "What the heck were you doing <laughs> at five in the morning?" <laughs> yes, exactly. You, I guess that yeah, that's exactly what you were doing. And then when you plopped down and went back to sleep, me and Cole just started <laughs> laughing so hard we couldn't stop laughing. No. And then what what made it even funnier is Kyle woke up, I think. <laughs> he woke up after we were laughing and then me and Cole thought that Kyle sounded like you, Gutter. So Kyle was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, what's up, guys?" <laughs> and we were like, "Oh, you would actually uh were just talking to us, dude. I think you were sleep talking." <laughs> so we told Kyle that and he wo- he went up the next morning thinking that he had done that instead of you. It was great. Man, one Kyle time... actually has a history of like talking in his sleep. It's pretty funny. <laughs> we need to get him on here to talk. Well, actually, he probably wouldn't we remember should. any of it. Uh, my yeah, sister just... talks in her sleep like crazy. Uh, I remember some instances of a, like I can't ever remember the things he says, but I do remember this one time where we were uh, we were in a hotel and he was sleeping on the floor because like I've got a a decent sized family. So none of us can ever all have our own bed in a hotel room, you know? So he had Mm -hmm. the floor that night and, um, he, uh, he starts going on about how he wants to drink a cream soda or something like that. And then he starts talking about butterflies. (laughs) (laughs) He used to do this a lot and he still does a little bit to this day. Man, another time I was, uh, me and my sister used to share the basement, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so one night I was like, I was, I was hallucinating. Um, but essentially in the dream, I mean like in the hallucination, I woke up 
and like there was like millions of spiders like coming down the walls. Mm. So I jumped out of bed and turned on the lamp and they were still there. And my sister heard me freaking out. So she walks in and like I turn around and see my sister in the doorway. And all of a sudden, all the spiders are gone. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. It's Wilson knows what I'm talking about. Like it's, it's stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Or like people standing in your window or like. Mm-hmm. See, I know I haven't hallucinated before, but um, I guess a s- similar in terms of like seeing stuff in the dark that isn't actually there is um when I was younger and I was up in New York. So this is like probably about three or four years ago, I think. Um, maybe more than that. It was a long time ago. But anyway, um, it was like dark it was a thunderstorm going on so the only thing i could see is like like periodically like flashes of lightning and i was still up it was probably like 11 o'clock at night or something like that up there and i like was i was looking out in my room and i saw what looked like a man like it looked like there was just a man standing there and just like looking at uh me and my sister's sleep because we had this bunk bed and I was on the bottom bunk, and I was just looking out and saw that, and that freaked me, like, the hell out. So I got up and, like, like used my phone to, like, work as, like, a light, basically, in the room. And, like, I pointed at the thing, and it turned out that the thing that I thought was just a man was actually just, like, straight up, like, a basket and then some clothes <laughs> and, like, some stuff thrown in there. It was crazy. Yeah, I've had that a lot. Mm-hmm. how your brain sees something and turns it into something else yeah man when it gets when it gets dark in a room i know i know what happens with your like eyes is like it switches from i can't remember if it's rods to cones or the other way around but like normally when you're looking out in the light you can see colors and stuff like that but when it gets dark the only thing you can really see is black and gray basically you can't see really too much in terms of color or detail so I think that probably has to do with it is what you see out in there is like just really your brain tricking you basically or your eyes tricking you and then your brain thinking that it is true. <clears throat> think of another subject here. I've got one. Um, this is a... Uh... I've been thinking about this pretty much the whole time we've been talking. And I was just getting into it, you know. But I've got I've seen throughout my lifetime that are really obscure, and very bizarre movies. And I thought that'd be a fun subject to talk about. It's just I'll start with this one. It's called it's a stop motion movie from two thousand four. I think it's Korean, but it's called Doggy Poo. (laughs) (laughs) And it follows the story of this. I I can't remember exactly how it goes because it's been several years since I've seen it. But like my dad used to like just turn on random. And this is when he fell one night. (laughs) And uh, he like the different like creatures like i don't know like different inanimate you know? 
throughout the movie. Like he meets a pile of mud that that tells him how that, and then he meets a leaf that ends up getting blown away or, or something. Like is it was a really weird movie. It's only like a half hour long or something like that. But but that's mm. stuck in my brain. A solid ten years now. I'd say since I've seen it. <laughs> One of the weirdest movies I've ever seen is a Brendan Fraser movie called um, Monkey Bone. I've heard of that one. It's going to be automatic. As much as I love Brendan Fraser, I've never seen that movie. It is the weirdest, obscurest movie I have ever seen. So Brendan Fraser is like a cartoon maker. Like he makes cartoons. And um, he ends up in a coma. And while he's in the coma, he goes to, like, essentially this... It's it's kind of like limbo. Like, all these people are in comas there. Um, but also, like, your nightmares are there. And, like, these very weird characters, you know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, man, you just got to watch it. Like, it's so weird. And you can watch other people's dreams while you're there. Stephen Whoa. King's in it. It's so weird. That's you just weird. gotta watch I've, it. So many of my friends have seen that and tell me I need to watch it, and I haven't yet. <laughs> I'm not sure if this movie is really in terms of weirdness. I think it's weird because, um, just because of all the references at once. But I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen Airplane before. But that movie that. is. I've, I've, I understand oh. the references to it, but I've never actually watched it. The full, if you like sit down and watch the full thing, like I've, I recorded it like on DirecTV once and sat down and watched the whole thing. It's nuts. Like it's, it's quite a trip. <laughs> like you can fall, there's like a basic storyline. You're like, you know, like they're on the plane that there's something wrong with it. They have to make it land. But everything else that happens in the movie with all the weird references, like the, uh, the sex doll in the middle that just comes out of the middle of nowhere in the movie or the guy who like slowly like ups his drug intake from like cigarettes all the way to freaking like jelly at near the end of the movie. It's just, it's just absolutely, it feels like you're high while you're watching it. Even if you aren't, it's Dang. nuts. I've got another one that's uh, Nate, you might know. Uh, Charlie and Kaya watched it uh, a few years back, but it's um uh, a bootleg version of Star Wars Episode Three. It was translated from Chinese to English. No, it's translated from English to Chinese and then back into English, and then somebody took that and dubbed it over. Oh it's no! The third gathers backstroke of the West, <laughs> and it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> like just to give you a, a an idea of what what happens in the movie, the scene where where Palpatine tells Darth Vader that that Padme is dead, and you know, scene where it's when um Anakin finds out that that Palpatine is is you know evil. And that, like he com- he comes to confront Mace Windu basically right after he kills Mace Windu, and um I think he I can't remember what he said in the original translation. It was something like "What have I done?" 
And he goes, I did what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he says something. <laughs> the, line, the line here, I don't remember what he was saying, but he goes, only... <laughs> I've watched this, like, twice all the way through. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Holy crap, dude. I need to sit down and watch that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Just you saying... Just you saying that Charlie has seen it is probably enough for me to like sit down and actually want to watch it. Yeah. And then of course, just to explain, do what? I was gonna explain to Gunner. Just to explain for you, Gunner. Uh, me and Wilson are mentioning uh, Charlie and Kaya because they have. It's a uh, this dude on YouTube named Penguin Zero, right? And mm-hmm. he makes some really funny videos, but um. He has this podcast called the Official Podcast. That's what you keep it's referencing. Him. Yeah, it's him and three other dudes, and that's what uh me and Wilson were talking about. There is, I'm <laughs> guessing that him and Kaya have seen that movie before. That's crazy. <laughs> I did not know about that. And then of course, there's all the the Donkey Ollie videos that they watch together. I don't know if you've ever seen. Oh those. my gosh. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I know about it just from them talking about the podcast. Like they say, anytime they hear the mention of God, they know about Donkey. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, there's this other obscure movie. You're gonna love this. Um, it's called Escape from Tomorrow, and it was filmed guerrilla style at Disney World, mm-hmm. uh, like illegally. Uh, oh, so like, essentially, the movie is about like this really bad dad who takes his family to uh, Disney World, and like they're trying to mm-hmm. paint like Disney as like this demonic company. Uh, <laughs> and like, I'm not gonna lie, the cinematography is great for like how low key they had to be, but the mm-hmm. story is just like bonkers like first he he's like wanting to cheat on his wife with like a 16 year old girl and then like he's getting drunk and writing it's a small world you know then like the dolls are coming to life and he's eating an emu's leg and the green screen (laughs) whatever they can and and somehow the cat flu is involved but like yeah no like but Whenever they couldn't film in the park, they used green screen footage. And, like, it's so... It's so laughably bad, like, the green screen footage. Like, there's this clip of a little girl meeting a princess, and it's, like, green screen. And it's they didn't even use, like, a photo. Like, it's almost like somebody went to the park and took a video moving the camera just, like, around the front of the castle. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> holy crap <laughs> like you gotta, gotta watch, watch this movie what? escape from tomorrow escape from tomorrow i gotta remember that look up disney horror disney world horror movie anything like that you'll find it but it is it's i think it's on youtube but it's the most bonkers movie you just reminded me that um there's a lot of weird youtube videos i've seen i know cole has shown me a lot but um, one that I saw on my own was, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this one, but it's, I think the title of it is Old Dating Tape, like old dating footage tape or whatever. And it's basically like meant out to be like a, like a VH tape of like this dude who looks like he's in his 40s 
like trying to it's like one of those old dating tapes you you would make back in the day i'm guessing like if you were like you would give it to somebody and they would be like hi my name is blah 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 blah. this is what i do yada 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 and this guy just goes Mm -hmm. off and he he says his name is tony right and a few tony he'll (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and he's he does like several takes where he like messes up or whatever but in the background you can hear like you can hear this like like thumping around noises and stuff and he'll like look off camera but you can't see what he's looking at and it'll like sometimes cut to these commercials that are just like cut in there and the one creepiest part of the video is he's like talking and stuff in the Whenever he, he gets cut off and you can hear this woman in the background and it sounds like she's crying or like whimpering and he like gets up from his seat and he just straight up goes, will you shut the fuck up? And right before he can like say the F word, <laughs> it cuts out and goes to a Toys R Us commercial. It's so weird. <laughs> and there's like really subtle parts that implies how creepy it is. Like he'll say stuff like in the tape that says like, uh, help me like spend the rest of my uh, spend the rest of your life with me really subtle stuff like that that kind of like <laughs> makes it unsettling but you can tell it's obviously faked and stuff but it, it's oh, really yeah. well done that and the one that Tessa showed uh, everyone when we were all together the live footage of a bear holy oh, crap yeah. <laughs> I showed that to you guys that was, that was me man <laughs> Yeah, that one and the uh, the family yeah, the, footage, this, like this camera tapes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, those those were trippy. Dude. Yeah, holy crap! I I know a ton of videos like that, man. Because I I went through like a phase. I mean, you know me. I love like weird stuff, you know. But I went through like a phase mm-hmm. where like I would end up in these like YouTube holes, and um, yeah, essentially it was just found weird stuff like that in the middle of the night uh, I, I wish i would have just reminded me um, of the weirdest videos i found because that would be the most interesting playlist you just reminded me i'm in a huge youtube hole right now is um once you look up one of these videos it will never stop like disappearing from your recommended it's like seeing one of those cop footage videos mm. like the ones from their body cams that are uploaded to youtube mm-hmm. i saw one for uh uh like a chase like i think what happened in the video was um this this cop pulled over this one dude or whatever who was who i guess was speeding and he got out of his car and the cop had noticed that he had put something in his pocket so he asked about it and dude straight up had a gun but he like the guy drew his gun and then he threw it on the ground and just said i want to go home i just want to go home and the cop is like screaming at him to like get on the ground and blah 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 he tases the dude. The dude just the dude just throws off the taser, gets in his car, and just drives <laughs> off. And it starts this like twenty minute chase oh, wow. where it ends up with him like trying to go off an exit, and he just flies off the exit and like crashes in the oh, woods. It's crazy. <laughs> I've been getting in that rabbit hole, and it does not stop. Once you see one of these cop videos, there's just a ton, and there's a lot with like fatal shootings and stuff like that. Like it gets pretty serious. I used to watch a lot of those and I would watch a like combat footage from like Marines and stuff. Yeah. I would watch that too. That's a big rabbit. I used to like, 
when I was younger, I'd like fantasize about like me, that being me, you know, I, I have no interest in joining the military now, but like when I was younger, <laughs> I, I used to play like a lot of Call of Duty and stuff and I had this very skewed uh, view of what war actually is. And so. Oh, and in the combat videos, even you can tell it's, yeah, it's nothing, nothing like, like freaking yeah. Call of Duty. Like, I remember one that I saw was, like, straight up when these dudes heard the shot go off, like, they heard bullets coming towards them. They just immediately plopped down on the ground, and they're just waiting. It's like a long waiting mm-hmm. battle is what it is. They'll pop a few shots off, but they can't really see each other. You can't see the insurgents yeah. in the video at all. You're just seeing it from their viewpoint, and they're just sitting there. Yeah, for one thing the you notice, too, is that, it's like, crazy. they don't use full auto, like, at all, unless they've got, like, an actual machine gun. If they're just using assault rifles... They almost never even use burst fire. They just keep it to semi. Oh, yeah. I think the only time they go full auto is if they have a mm-hmm. saw on hand, like on a Humvee. But yeah, that's that's a crazy rabbit hole. I know another one is sports videos, but I heavily try to avoid that. I've watched one highlight video of like one football game, and then all of a sudden it's all in my yeah. recommended. And the, I don't um, want the it only there. sports I've ever gotten into, like you guys know me, I'm not. But um, <laughs> this is a horrible thing too because I think it's a very cruel sport. Is um, bullfighting in like Mexico? Mm-hmm. Uh, videos and that was that's something to see. You know, I don't condone it at all, but it it was I watching it when I was younger. I was a bit of a screwed mm-hmm. up kid. I, I used to watch some weird crap. <laughs> you don't even know, man. Oh, like, makes us sound like different kids, though, what we were watching probably back then on YouTube, or e- even when we didn't mm-hmm. even have YouTube. Mm-hmm. I remember there being a time when there wasn't YouTube, and it sounds so boomerish, but as now there's kids that are growing up who they have YouTube, you know, they don't know what what it was I like know, to not have weird. that. It's, it's super weird to think about, or like not having mm-hmm. Netflix at a time, like growing up with Blockbuster. I remember when instead. Netflix. Blockbuster yeah, I used to love jam. going to like Blockbuster and Movie Gallery. I don't even know. Netflix might still do this, but uh, there was a point in time where they were like exclusively a DVD rental service. Yeah, they still do that. Ashton's yeah. parents get the DVD yeah, exactly. because there's more options on the DVD. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they that's, still that's get all DVDs that they were delivered to them. That's all that they were when they started is they just uh, they would just deliver the DVDs. That's the only thing that made them different from, from mm-hmm. Redbox. I think is you could just straight up like ask to rent a DVD and they would mail it to you. It's so different now. Holy crap! But apparently, I, I watched um. I know Penguin Z Zero had a video on this about, about Blockbuster, and it was really detailed. And it was talking about how apparently Blockbuster actually only almost started their own streaming service ahead of Netflix. Yeah. And if it had taken off, if it had done well, they could have been. We could be watching freaking Blockbuster originals yeah. instead of Netflix it's originals. Funny. Seen that Netflix video. wanted to. Netflix wanted to partner with Blockbuster like back whenever Netflix first became a thing and Blockbuster just didn't believe yeah, in Netflix Block- enough to like go through with it and yeah exactly Blockbuster mm-hmm. turned them down and then Netflix started b- 
booming like crazy. And I know Netflix isn't probably the only thing that just straight up killed Blockbuster. Of course, around that time, you know, people were getting sick of just straight up renting DVDs and stuff. And it was slowly starting to get into the digital age of things where we didn't need that anymore. And, you know, Netflix was the one who started streaming. And now, even now, like only now, I guess, like other services are just starting to get into streaming, like with Disney Plus and HBO. But if Blockbuster had had its own streaming service, like years ahead of Netflix, we're talking years, we would have, we probably would have that today instead of Netflix streaming. But Blockbuster just insisted of always being that DVD rental place, and that's what ended up killing it. People didn't yeah. want to rent DVDs anymore. Dudes, my phone is dying, so I'm gonna have to get off here. I think I'm gonna go to bed too. I gotta be up at three tomorrow again, but right. I have Monday and Tuesday off. So, oh, that sounds like a another good <laughs> day to record. I actually I'm recording Tuesday. Right, I night guess we should do a Life in Technicolor, but that's it. So, all right. All right. Hopefully, Josh can get on that time, and I can tell my really embarrassing story. Yeah. Yeah. For any of the listeners, uh, we we promise we'll get Josh on here. If not, we'll have a running joke where he just yeah. becomes the guest. <laughs> It'll be great. Until next time. But I think that was, that was, was. a great episode. Yeah, until, until next, next time. time. I'm Gunnar Glenn. I'm Nate Reese. Farewell. And they would have <laughs> gotten away with it too. I'm sorry, but for it... us meddling kids. Um. <laughs> I'm honestly straight vibing on that ninth level of reality right now. Nice. Like, I don't even know what emotion I'm feeling right now. I'm just kind of like, Ooh. yeah, this is probably a good place to end it before we right get now. too weird. Because mm-hmm. I'm about to end up in that crackhead energy. Like, yeah. you know, like, I'm gonna end up just saying like some stuff I shouldn't say. Man, people are gonna think that I'm like, all right, we... I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really weird. <laughs> Maybe you are the dude at the end of Airplane who was sniffing the glue (laughs) by the end of the movie. Hey, there's a glue stick right there. (laughs) All right, all right. Good night, guys. Good night, everybody. Farewell.